0: welcome to Butch Witch Podcast. I'm Lyra. And I'm Galena. Welcome to the darkness. Sorry for that pause there. Um, so we recorded this intro already on our microphone. Yeah, on our spiffy new microphones. And uh, now we can't figure out how to pry that file out of Audacity's grasp. Grasp, I can't speak.
1: To be honest, we even tried... Recording on the anchor website with the microphone did not work. It just didn't do it. silence.
0: So like it'll the what we recorded plays in Audacity. And only Audacity. Yeah. Uh, we've exported it as every every sound file, file available. Yeah,
1: I was gonna say known
0: to man. Yeah. Uh, so we don't know what we're doing wrong. Still. <laughs> We now have three microphones that we cannot use. This is becoming an issue. This is a problem. Is that a song? <laughs> yes. Um, but that's really all the news we have to share with you. Yes. I'm, I'm peeved. <laughs> so.
1: I used to be the tech person in the family, too.
0: And, like, I'm so upset. I just, I don't know. I'm just gonna have to watch some YouTube videos.
1: (laughs) What I hate is when we, cause I've watched, I don't know how many videos to learn how to do this. And then they get to a point they're like, all right, now start up your Mac. I'm like, God damn it. Why didn't you tell me this was a Mac only
0: video? Why is everything about Apple products? I don't like Apple products. I say as we're recording on an iPad. Um, to be fair, I won this iPad. That's true. I've
1: never owned a Mac product. I've only owned a an iPhone, which, I mean, technically, if you want to get technical, they're the same company. But I've never owned, like, a MacBook or anything that's like that. That's not even, like, technical. That's just... They just are the same company. They're two different divisions of one company.
0: I, that means nothing.
1: Anyways, so I'm just... I don't want to do it. I don't want to buy a Mac just to just to do things.
0: I know. Anyway, let's... So we'll
1: stop whining about yeah. this. And we're just going to do some more research because we were really excited to get it and then we were too tired to do it. And then da, 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 So we're just going to have to fucking break down and spend as much time as it takes one day and as many pots of coffee as it takes. Absolutely, And figure yeah. this
0: the fuck out. So... This has been fun.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, plug and play microphone. You are not plug and play. It sure isn't. I mean... I even tried to use just the fucking voice recorder on, on the, the f- laptop. Yeah. <laughs> and it wouldn't do it.
0: Whatever. We'll figure it out.
1: Any AV nerds out there, give us a shout out. or uh, Not a shout out. Jesus, God <laughs> damn Christ. Contact us. Let us know what we're doing wrong. We're on Instagram. I don't care if it's laughable. Just let us know at which, which podcast. And then we've also got an email, which is which, which podcast at gmail dot com.
0: We have a Twitter too, but we We don't <laughs> we don't ever check that thing.
1: Same thing goes for the Tumblr. I'm sorry. I don't it seems like Instagram is the only thing that gets our attention. I now check the emails once a
0: day, so Instagram's the only thing I don't have to log out of everything else to get to.
1: We're old. We're so old. We're old and we're lazy. <laughs> and just... I wish I could have podcasting as, like, my full-time job. Oh, that'd
0: be amazing. So I could
1: have the time to do all of this stuff properly. I apologize. You guys
0: deserve better. But we're gonna... We're gonna end it here. This has been a great intro. Very fun. Not at all depressing. Charming, you know. <laughs> People are gonna like it. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: yeah. This will be in the top ten. Oh. oh, which reminds me, we have been added to oh my god, I totally a top forgot. twenty thing. Let me pull this up so I can mention it properly. I believe it's a list of um.
0: Spirit spiritual.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a list of spurts.
0: Uh, okay, <laughs> we're gonna fight. Just um, a list of spirits. That's all. A uh, list of spiritual. Podcasts. I don't know if it's specific to witchcraft, is it?
1: I, I will remember. tell you in a minute. Okay. Ah, yes, occult. Occult. Uh, Witch Witch Podcast in Feedspot Top 20 Occult Podcasts. Uh, let's see. The link we will put in the show notes. Um, very nice gentleman added us to the list. There's actually quite a few occult podcasts on there. Uh, if you don't want to click on... The show notes, it is blog.feedspot.com slash occult underscore podcasts.
0: Yeah, that's not hard. <laughs> no. no, no. I just, when you when you wanted to give a, a link to a specific blog post, I was thinking, oh man, <laughs> that's going to sound like gibberish for about 25 minutes. <laughs>
1: well, it looks like there's quite a few on here. It's like occult confessions, which I've not heard of yet, so I'm going to have to check them out. Witches and Wine, a culture. Uh-huh. Mortuary podcast. Which, which is number five. Holy <gasps> fuck. We're in High the top five. five.
0: Holy shit. Yeah, I didn't I did know. so much
1: research we did, on this we before. We got like a
0: notice and then we did nothing else. Cult of personality. That's funny. Um, what's the one you said? Oh, I like how our listeners got to listen in real time as I got that joke. The occulture. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good few seconds before Weird I left. web,
1: radio, paranormal, and occult podcast. Oh, that's a great
0: title. Ooh, I'm a little upset that they have such a great title. I know,
1: Black Banner Magic. It's got a nice little black cat on it. Oh, cute. Uh, Charm the water.
0: So the, there's a list of twenty of these, and I'm gonna stop her before she reads through all of them. I'm on gonna the stop podcast. at number
1: eleven because I think you're really gonna appreciate this name of this podcast. Okay. My alchemical bromance. <gasps>
0: Holy shit! That's so many things I like. <laughs> I, do they talk about MCR? I don't know. I need it to says know. about podcast.
1: Joey, Matt, and Eric talk about beer and the occult, and all live in the Pacific Northwest and have a different area and areas of interest in the occult.
0: I mean, I'm going to listen to their show. Yeah, I'm going to listen to the hell out of that. That sounds... That's that's a mine, Minecraft... <sighs> I listen to Minecraft. Spellcast. No, I play Minecraft. What? That's oh, another name. Fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. I'm mad at them. <laughs> Why are they smarter than us? God damn it.
1: Yeah, no, there's a lot of great names on here. So you guys oh. get on that website and check it out. Again, it is, da, da, da. Uh blog.feedspot.com slash occult underscore podcasts.
0: I also need to clarify I before you told me Spellcast, which is oh, so good. I know. I'm I so am pissed. angry
1: that they have that. It's so good and I'm going to fucking listen to them.
0: <laughs> just based on that um, name. But I'm going to I need to clarify something I half said because I fucked up. <laughs> um, I, I said it's a Minecraft show. Meaning that I, as a full-grown adult, like to sit down and play hours of Minecraft while listening to podcasts. Um, what I said was, I like to listen to Minecraft, and then I went to change what I... <laughs> Shut up. That, that's not entirely untrue. <laughs> I went to change what I said, and, and then you, you told me Spellcast, and I got real distracted. <laughs> but here we are now.
1: Yes, yes, here we are. But, no, I'm really excited about that. I remember telling the group about it. We all got excited and then immediately forgot. Yeah, and then we stopped talking about it. I still have to email that guy back and tell him, yes, it'll be in this episode. Oops. Because <laughs> I we initially... We're really on top of yeah, shit. Yeah, we got the email, and I was like, yeah, that's great. And then I didn't do anything about it. And then, like, a week goes by, and he's like, so are you guys going to mention it? <laughs> and I was like, you know, we will. I apologize.
0: We're trash bag which is
1: some people get angry at us for calling ourselves that but you know there's not really any other way to say i'm super lazy <laughs> and i work a full-time job that i would say more than
0: full-time oh yeah at this point <laughs> um you know a job and a half Lyra works a lot i working a lot more than than I was used to because I didn't used to get this many hours. Nettle
1: works a shit ton of hours. Mm-hmm. Weird hours. And Sage works and has two children. Two children. Two small children. Yeah. So she's she's Sage has no hope for at least no, another ten years. Yeah, she's
0: <laughs> she's really in the thick of it now. Um But for real, let's let's jump into the rest of the episode. Right. Yeah. Check out the guy. blog.
1: Yeah, check out the blog. I was gonna say hope you guys enjoyed this. Self flagellation.
0: <laughs> it was it was equal term turns of of that and also like getting really excited about being number five in a list. So, so yeah, yeah. Enjoy
1: that intro, and we'll come back at you with something. We're so professional.
0: <laughs> I'm a professional witch. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, welcome back to. Galena's Goddess, Corner. Corner, I think we should find something with a G. Hmm. Galina's goddess.
1: goddess Grotto.
0: Gr- I like Grotto. I was gonna say Grove, but I think Grotto is better. If I understand what a grotto is correctly, it's like a street, right?
1: I thought the grotto, the grotto was like what the Little Mermaid had, because that's where she kept all her stuff.
0: This just in. Grove sounds better. Grove. I think Grove sounds like you're growing goddesses, too, a little bit, though. That's kind of cool. <laughs> um, Except
1: today's episode will not feature a goddess featured by me.
0: That's right. It is Lyra's... Ooh. Something with
1: three like L's.
0: Lyra's through <laughs> ledge. Ooh, Christ. I decided to throw incense. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I mean, quite literally. Yeah. I I like I like Lyra's like and throw pledge a lot. It is misleading. I don't know. It'll do. It'll have something to do with the moon. So just I mean that's true. So just so everyone knows, I'm sure everyone that isn't us know. No, because you knew. <laughs> so everyone that isn't me, can be confirmed. Um. It's a small picturesque grotto, a small picturesque cave, especially an artificial one. So, I guess it's something constructed. You make? Whatever. Anyway, I will be presenting the goddess today. Um, and today we're going to do Artemis. Ooh, and ahs abound. Ooh, ah. <laughs> um, so, being part of the greek pantheon there's a lot about artemis there's like a ton she's one of the big ones she's one of the big names um so we're going to sort of go over a very small part you know what i mean because there's i can't include every story about artemis we would be here for literal years
1: yeah she's everywhere
0: she's connected to everyone she's interacted with every other major figure in the the pantheon there's there's no there's no end um but she is the goddess of the moon the hunt wild animals and the wilderness uh she is a twin slash older sister to apollo because she mm-hmm. was born days before him days or weeks it depends because i saw she had
1: to help her mother give birth yeah
0: we're, we're getting to it i'm sorry um, i saw uh, most commonly in in the sources i i flipped through uh, it was between 4 and 9 days um, Hera learned that Leto who is uh the mother of Artemis and Apollo was pregnant by Zeus because who wasn't <laughs> Uh, and she was pissed So she <laughs> forbade Leto to give birth On solid land uh, So Leto found the floating island of It's Delos I believe But my uh, App changed it to Delis
1: yeah, I think it's Delos
0: I think so as well And gave birth to Artemis While balancing on an olive branch Which is wild as fuck
1: Maybe it was the only way she could get comfortable
0: I mean, it was so she wasn't giving birth on solid land.
1: But I thought since Delos was a floating island... There
0: was a lot of... There was a lot of opinions on this, alright? Jesus. But, like, listen, if I was Leto, and Hera was after me, I'd be like, alright, I'm on a floating island, so it's not solid land, but just in case, I'm also gonna give birth in this fucking tree. (laughs) Just to be safe. (laughs) Who says the Greeks weren't extra? (laughs) No one. Literally Literally no no one. one. (laughs) Um, But with Apollo, she was in labor for days. It is a mystery as to how many, because everyone says different numbers. If you ask her, it was years. It was years. (laughs) It might as well have been. Uh, But she was uh, in labor with Apollo longer, because after Artemis was born, Hera forbade her daughter, Alithia? Is that how you say it? the goddess of childbirth. Yes. I think so. Um, who, yeah, was the child, uh, was the goddess of childbirth from helping. Uh, so she was in labor with Apollo until Artemis helped her mother give birth at four or nine days old. She's just living her life. And that, that made her, um, the goddess, a goddess, no, uh, like protector of, um, Women and childbirth Well yeah but Hold on there's like a specific word that I can't remember That I didn't write down because I'm a fool (laughs) Um, God midwifery Mm. Um, The twins were very protective of their mother um, Because everybody was out to fucking get her Uh, Niobe once mocked Leto Because she gave birth to 12 children Jesus And I guess, because I don't know the full backstory, but if I were Leto, (laughs) which I've said more than once now, uh, I would probably be bragging about giving birth on an olive branch. Uh, But Niobe said something along the lines of, uh, Leto gave birth to two children. On the other hand, I've given birth to all of Olympus or something like that. You know, because she had so many goddamn kids, Mm. which is fair. It was true. So to get back at Niobe... Artemis and Apollo killed all of her children. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, she had six sons and six daughters. Apollo killed the sons. Artemis killed the daughters.
1: Well, at least they kept it fair.
0: Yeah, you, that's not what I'd call it. <laughs> <laughs> How old
1: were they when they did this? Four days old?
0: I. You know, they don't clarify. <laughs> that's almost um. as good as Mercury. <laughs> or
1: not Mercury. Um, what's his name? He's he's like, I, a newborn child, (laughs) could I do this? (laughs) I don't remember what it was he did. I think he drove a whole bunch of cows off of a cliff
0: or something. something. He's kind of an agent of chaos. Yeah. yeah. Um, They also killed, uh, God, it's auto corrected to Tito's, but they killed Titus uh, for attempting to rape Leto.
1: Oh, that's fair.
0: You know what? I'm going to, I've already said rape, but. I'm going to let you guys know. There's a lot more of that. If it makes you uncomfortable, skip ahead. Some trigger warning. Uh, Should have said it before. But, trigger um, warning. Yeah, trigger warning. There's It's Greek, so there's a lot of that. Uh, Plato and others uh, claimed that Artemis' name came from the word meaning pure or untouched. Um, we know now that that's bullshit, like a lot of stuff Plato said. <laughs> Um, her name actually comes from an older Persian word because she's kind of derived from an older Persian goddess um and it we don't know what it meant and from what I can tell uh a lot of people are actively arguing over what the word means so means badass bitch uh, which is fun because I like it when scholars argue with each other (laughs) it's usually very funny um when she was young and zeus asked her what she what he wanted or what she wanted from him um which i guess is a thing he did to his divine children i mean mortal children can go fuck themselves but <laughs> um she asked for a couple things one of one was a bow um she wanted all of the mountains because those are her favorite things and like one city i think he gave her 12 if i'm remembering the numbers right Sounds um,
1: like she may have been a favorite.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, who who doesn't love Artemis? True. Uh, but uh, one thing she asked was to forever keep her virginity. Um, which we here at Witch Witch Podcast are pretty dubious as to the concept of female virginity and purity. But, you know, this is pretty, uh, pretty important to the Artemis <laughs> uh, myths. She uh, was
1: just saying, I don't want any man to penetrate me. Well, which is fair. Well, there's
0: a lot of opinion on this because they think um, the goddesses that, that held on to their virginity, like uh, Artemis and others whose names I can't think of for some reason, like Athena, the, was mm-hmm. technically... A vir- I mean, sometimes. <laughs> Depends on the story. Yeah. Um, but they think it was a way to keep their freedom and not have, you know, like domestic duties within a marriage to yeah. another... Another, that makes sense. Uh, god, yeah. So, and I mean, I, I can, I can see why they'd think that because at the time, women in uh, Greek society could also claim to be, uh, eternally a virgin. Not claim to. I mean, like if they kept their virginity, and they were from a richer family. They, had more they were. Rights, yeah. Yeah. They they were held up by as, as like a very pious person and were allowed to keep their their independence. So. I mean, it it makes sense. Uh, tch, Jesus. Um, she did, however, guard her virginity more viciously than any other of the virginal goddesses. Um, I guarantee no one that I'm saying any of these names right. Uh, she turned Actaeon, was a, a famous hunter. I don't know if he was divine or not. I, I didn't look into it. Um, <laughs> Uh, into a stag and set his own hounds upon him because he saw her naked once. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, which, I mean, in some uh, in some of the things I was looking at, it also said that he was he was it going it to Atcheron? attempt to rape her. Is it Acheron?
1: I can't remember. I, have, I don't see I, the word.
0: Listen, Greeks put letters together, and then they're like, and sometimes it makes this sound. And they just sort of made up rules <laughs> as they went. <sighs> like Antigone? Yes. <laughs> um, obviously, he was... Uh, Torn to pieces and done. A young boy also saw her undressed, was granted some mercy because of his age, because he was very young. Um, Bet she blinded him. She turned into a girl. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't have his name because I can't be bothered to check when spell check has changed what I've written. What it says here is spirited. I don't remember what it was. (laughs) This is the worst Um, There were a bunch uh, Both mortal and god Who tried to rape her And were all killed for it Uh, One of which was Orion The only reason I bring up Orion Is because he was also a very trusted Hunting companion of hers And one day tried to remove her robes Forcibly so she killed him And like fair. This was her friend you know what I mean? Like they hunted together. They they traveled and all that. I, I like that's he deserved it so yeah, much. Fair. That's that's such a betrayal.
1: Why did he get a constellation?
0: I cause Zeus is a bastard, probably. <laughs> um You killed my friend, so you have to look at him every night. <laughs> uh she had a group of nymphs that attended her. Um, they and her priestesses were all required to keep their virginity as well. People who didn't were severely punished. Um, is a a big part Mm -hmm. of that story because she was raped by Zeus. Once again, who wasn't, uh, and there's a couple different versions of how this went. One is that Artemis herself turned her into a bear and hunted her down. Um, Another is that Hera turned her into a bear and tricked uh, Artemis into hunting her down. That sounds more accurate. I think so, too. Um, And one is that Hera and Artemis worked together to uh, turn her into a bear and have her run into another bear, great mythical bear. And then Zeus decided that was shitty, so he turned them into Ursa, major and minor. Um, I don't, I don't agree with that one because I don't think they're gonna work together. No, Artemis and Hera. I
1: don't see that happening.
0: According to everything else I read about Artemis, um, but uh, I, there's, there was a, quite a few different versions of that because uh, in, in some of them, Artemis mourned the lost, the loss of her even before her death, like heavily because she was her favorite. Right um uh she has some pretty obvious symbols bow and arrow the moon uh sometimes she's represented with various animals like bear stag things that are a challenge to hunt the noble beasts I suppose is what they're referred to Mm -hmm. as um she's also the protector of unmarried girls goddess of midwifery as I said before and guardian of the mountains roads and ports all given to her by Zeus um And a interesting thing about Artemis is that she has been used as a symbol for different LGBT, usually femme-aligned groups. Mm -hmm. Um, She's been taken on by multiple lesbian uh, associations as a symbol of, you know, shooing men. Yeah.
1: Well, there's a whole sect of Wicca that's Dianic Wicca.
0: And uh, there, there are some difference. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know Diana's her like Roman name. Roman mm-hmm. name, but there's some differences to each of the the gods and goddesses when they they turned Roman. So I wasn't going to touch uh, much of the Diana stuff. Okay. Um. Just because some of those differences can be important. Uh, she's been used as a symbol of arrow and ace people, in some circles, um, because you know she's not she's not having romances or sex. Um, and uh, some trans women have claimed her because she's the protector of women.
1: Uh-huh. And that I mean, sense.
0: I don't know that there's another person out there that is a protector of women that would be as badass as Artem- Artemis. If you're looking for protection, right? So
1: definitely not Zeus.
0: <laughs> no, fuck that guy. You know. Nettle and I have talked a few times about who we'd punch in history. <laughs> mine's Henry VIII. Mm. Um, I don't remember who hers is. It was a good one though. Uh, we've never really talked about who we'd punch in mythology. I think mine's Zeus. Would you just punch Zeus? Yeah, I'd right punch in the dick. Zeus. I see. He might like that. That's the thing. I want to break <laughs> Zeus's nose. <laughs> Which I'm sure would earn me some terrible fate. May just be electrocuted on the spot. That's probably true, but if I break his nose, it's worth it. You know, I'll fight. I'll fight a god. Oh no, I am gonna get smote. Am I? Yeah. Aren't I? I need. I need to stop saying things like this. <laughs> but um, that that's all I actually have prepared. Um, Artemis is really great. She's one of the coolest fucking car characters. Uh myths out there I think um there's a lot of popular culture surrounding her one of my favorites is don't laugh at me it's from the Percy Jackson uh, cause she, uh, she runs the, the wild hunt
2: mm-hmm. right?
0: and uh, young girls can choose to join the hunt and never age and they hunt like uh, stags and things across the stars and it's really fucking cool the, the golden hind or whatever I don't know <laughs> No, because I didn't think I didn't think you hunted that. I don't know. Isn't isn't that what um Hercules got in trouble for piercing with his arrow? I don't remember. I might be wrong.
1: It's been a while I since I confuse I've a lot of things. Brushed up on my Greek mythology, so I apologize.
0: <laughs> but that's that's all I got for you today. Uh we're gonna move on to your section, whatever that may be. It's I don't a remember. mystery. It's a mystery. It's a book review. Oh right, I do remember. After I've been reminded, I'm very tired. It's like two a.m. It's not my fault. I know it's the microphone's fault. Let's not get back into that. <laughs> All
1: right, welcome back. I am going to do a book review. And it is The Way of the Hedge Witch, Rituals and Spells for Home by Anne Murphy Hiscock. (laughs) Oh, Erin Murphy Hiscock. Sorry, the print was so small I couldn't read it. Vienna, the name is kind of funny. Ms. Hiscock, I'm sorry. (laughs) If it's pronounced differently, somebody fucking correct me. Please, I'm dying. Um, This book is actually fairly informative. Not so much as a hedge witch, which is what I was hoping for. Uh, This is more of an intensified kitchen witchery book. So it's for me. Yes. It's more of protecting the hearth and the home. Uh, In it, it tells you a lot of different recipes that this author uses to... You know, seal the home, protect the home, how to work magic in, how to focus your intention on how to make food and things like that to imbue your food with what you want it to be. Um, She also talks about being very mindful when you're cooking food, because if you're in a bad mood and you're cooking...
0: Absolutely. I have to keep reminding myself of that when I'm in arguments while cooking. (laughs) Because
1: even if it's not intentional, if it's something you don't mean to put into your food, if you're cooking... And you're pissed as hell. It's your You're going to give... Be, you're going to taste it. Yeah. You're going to taste it. Everybody's going to get indigestion. Everybody's going to argue after that meal. So it's really it's really neat. And it, it's a lot of things to make you stop and think.
0: I actually have uh, some rules when I am cooking, which is no one's allowed in the kitchen with me. And there has to be very loud music playing so I can't hear anyone else.
1: Well, she actually talks about something that I've seen you do every time you cook, is she likes candles. Oh yeah, <laughs> to help set her intention and focus her, her things. Um, there's some cute things in here. Um, she's got how to bless and consecrate all of your appliances. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, she's do that to the rice maker. Yeah. <laughs> that shit is crazy. <laughs> it works however it fucking wants.
0: It does. That's true.
1: (laughs) It has a mind of its own. Um, but it also, she, she talked, she even goes into the practice of having corn husk dolls or a kitchen witch in your, in your kitchen which is a small doll made of, like, wheat or corn husks. And she's supposed to keep your food from going bad. She's supposed to help keep keep people not getting sick from what you make and stuff like that. How cute. Yeah. And you're supposed to get rid of her every spring and then make a new one or in, at, at, at the fall or whatever. I was going say,
0: do you make a new one in the fall? Because I can't yeah. imagine... <laughs> Just having corn husks lying around in the spring. Yeah, I don't
1: think you're supposed to get rid of her in the spring. You're supposed to when you, like... When you make a new one, maybe. Yeah, you make a new one. You, like, you you can either burn her or uh, shred her up and put her in your compost, things like that. Oh, that's cool. She also talks about making sealing oil, which I really like, to
0: seal your doorways and windows and stuff like that. Oh, my God. I thought you meant sealing as in sea... I e e i like Fuck for me. the ceiling. I can't spell. Yeah, like up above you. Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> I'm.
0: It was a mistake. Just elaborating for the listeners. Because I was misspelling ceiling. It's been a long day. Please continue. It's okay.
1: Um, and then she also goes into how to work magic into your cleaning. Yes. Uh, how to bless rooms. One thing that I found interesting in this book is she talks about when you are working different types of magic or different types of blessing or energies in rooms, that if the room doesn't feel right with that kind of energy, she's like, it's fine, cleanse it, work with it, you know, try a couple different things like over a couple days. And when you find what energy works or what what um, type of focus works in that room, then use that, bless it, seal it, concentrate it for that type of energy, like say um your home office you don't want to have restful energy in there you, right. want, you want focused want that yes yeah. that kind of thing she also what i found funny is she gave some attributes to like our modern appliances that you wouldn't, that I wouldn't have thought of, but they make sense. Like the coffee maker is for focus, energizing, things like that. And it was just really neat to me. I was like, I didn't think of that. I love that. Yeah, so she's got a lot of stuff like that. She's also got ways to ward rooms for the energies you don't want to go in there. Like if you don't want sleepiness to enter your home office you ward against that because you only want it to be, you know, focus, attention to detail, things like that. And then she's got one for the bedroom. You don't want to put, you know, depending on the time of day, you don't want different energies to go. Like in the in the morning, you want to feel refreshed and energized, yeah. at night, you don't necessarily want that because you want to go to sleep to get your rest and things like that. That's really cool. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's, it's a really, book. I really liked it. It's available on Amazon um,
0: Unlimited.
1: What
0: is, is the that that service? It's I think it's unlimited.
1: Kindle unlimited. Kindle unlimited. Yes. Kindle
0: unlimited. I'm sure there's probably also hardback options.
1: Oh yeah, there is. Um, but she also like she lists in the appendix, she's also got everything that you could think of like to you know, basically how appendixes work. <laughs> I was going to explain how it works, but everybody knows how a fucking appendix
0: we're we're just having a banner day over mm-hmm. here it's, it's good
1: but yeah she's got different recipes um for making purifying powders one i thought was neat is that like she talks about taking salt and baking soda dried lemon peel and stuff like that and stuff ground up herbs and mix it mix it into that and then just put it on your couch and vacuum it off oh
0: heck yeah putting
1: it in your carpets and vacuuming it up and stuff like that
0: i'm so excited about this fucking book
1: um, she's got how to make your own incense. I've been and, looking into that recently, actually. With her, she said, you know, take the type of um, resin, incense resin you want, grind it up, grind up your herbs. And she was talking about using a little bit of oil. She's talking about incense balls, which I think I want to do, which you basically put them back together and then you burn them on your charcoal disc. Ah, oh, cool. Yeah. so I'm interested, I'm going to try to make a couple of those. She goes into how to make your own soaps, uh, yes. all kinds of stuff. So this is part of being a hedge witch. It's just she didn't go into the part that I more, heavily, more interested. In, yeah. <laughs> I heavily dabble in. Are we
0: are we two parts of one witch? I
1: think so. Um But it was it was really cool. She even explains how to use like if you've never used charcoal incense, she goes in depth into how to use it, how to safely use it, things like that. She also did something called the eternal flame or what the fuck was it called? Hang on.
0: I mean, I'm already down. Eternal flame is really dramatic. I like anything that's dramatic, as we all know.
1: Let me look and see what it is. It was something in cauldron magic. Hang on.
0: I really wanna get a cauldron sometime soon. Wouldn't
1: that be cool? I'm sorry that I'm just you know silent.
0: We've gotta. I don't remember. Basically, (laughs) it was
1: something about a flame, and it was how to charge yourself, and then she's also got blessings and all kinds of shit for, for cauldrons. Um, She, she's it. I really liked it. She even goes into like Chinese gods and goddesses and all kinds of different, um, pantheons all of their goddesses of home and hearth. Aw, oh, cool. So yeah, this was kind of funny because you you kind of did my section and right now I'm doing your section. That is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I really enjoyed the book. Um, there's a lot of recipes in there I want to track. Oh yeah, she's even got bread recipes and different mm. meal
0: recipes. Oh. I literally <laughs> never stick to a recipe but I'm very interested.
1: Not that this section is very organized but let me jump back to the appliances um the crock pot is um associated with being slow and comforting i like that
0: um i whispered that i like that i don't know if it picked up on the microphone what
1: was it achievement over time or something like that like it was it was really funny and it just that kind of stuff i never even thought of attributing what a good idea mm-hmm
0: smart lady. Yeah. I'm very excited about this book.
1: Yeah, I think you'll really like it. But no, I'm I'm excited to try some of her stuff. Um, it's really all I have on that one. <laughs> um, I enjoyed it. It's much better put together than a lot of books I've found on Kim- Kindle Unlimited because I feel like a lot of self-published things end up on there.
0: Yeah. And some
1: of them are a nightmare. <laughs> I don't know that any editing goes into them.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the that's the risk with the that sort of self self published thing. But sometimes you find some real gems. So.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, when she references something, she even you know puts in her reference from it. Like, I got this from this work, and oh, so you can nice. go look it up if you're interested in that same thing. So it was really it was really nice and refreshing to see like a well thought out and researched book.
0: We should take some notes. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> that, that laugh really got away from you. Yeah. It
1: did. It did. <sighs> um, but yeah, I think that's about all I have for this book review. I enjoyed it. I'm gonna use it. Apply it.
0: Absorb it.
1: I'm gonna absorb it through osmosis. Yes. Or is that... what's What's the other one? Is is osmosis where you absorb something or you extrude something?
0: All I can think of is that cartoon, Osmosis Jones. (laughs) Um, Oh, I think it's absorbing. Oh,
1: oh, she also goes into a lot of traditions that we don't think of that have been passed down because of superstitions and witchcraft and things like that, but they've been forgotten. Like, when you're at a family dinner and everybody starts passing passing dishes around and you always pass them clockwise. Oh, yeah. That's for harmony and all kinds of stuff. Really?
0: Mm-hmm. I had, see, I like that kind of shit. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you need to log me into your Kindle.
1: Okay, I'll log you into it. I can't remember if hers is the one that I was reading it in, but it's something like a honey, a honey jar. Mm-hmm. It's something about to. If somebody is upset with you, you can sweeten their opinion of you by using a honey jar. No, nope, never mind. That's some. That's from something else.
0: I was gonna say I've seen a few things uh, about that was on a blog I was reading that is not in this book. <laughs> but still, neat idea. Um, but I've seen a few things about sweetening someone's opinion using something like honey or sugar
1: it was either honey or like brown sugar or a mixture of all those yeah
0: there's a couple different takes on it i think it's something that you can also like yeah
1: i might have even heard it somewhere (laughs) i don't remember i listened to about six different witch podcasts and sometimes i have to be very careful because i'll go to be like you know what nope i can't cover that (laughs) (laughs) i heard that somewhere else so that was something that i've absorbed this week by osmosis. Yes, by osmosis. <laughs> Audio osmosis, or visual osmosis, or
0: some type. Skin to skin osmosis. I don't know. <laughs> Just bumped up against another witch in, the, <laughs> in like, the wild,
1: and I'm like, oh, I now have this knowledge. I don't know how I obtained <laughs> oh, it. <laughs>
0: suddenly, I know this stuff.
1: <laughs> so it <sighs> came from somewhere out there. Whoever you are, thank you. (laughs) I don't remember all the details behind it, except that it involves jar and honey.
0: Love it. All right, and I believe we have a section by Nettle as well on... um, Familiars. I believe, yes.
1: Familiars.
0: We haven't listened to it yet. We'll listen to it after we... The episode together, but it's probably going to be fantastic. She's a funny person,
1: she is really funny, and I'm sure Snoopy will be in there somewhere.
0: Oh, prob-bubbly. probably,
1: <laughs> probably, probably.
0: <laughs> I swear to god, my brain should be on halfway through. No, did I <laughs> say that? Yeah, you said that. Oh, all right, we're ending that here. Thank you so much. Uh, have fun listening to Nettle.
2: Nettle here to talk about familiars. Uh, this is a topic that was requested a little while ago. I wanna, I, I want to say a few months ago, but time time escapes me. So it could have been a shorter or longer period of time. Uh, familiars is something I've been wanting to look at for a while. I know the rest of the gang is also interested in familiars. Uh, specifically because it keeps being referenced in, things I, in other things I look at. Uh, I know at least one of the books I've, I've, uh, reviewed has mentioned familiars, but didn't really go into what the familiars are. Um, so this is, this is pretty fun to research. Um, so there seems to be a couple, a couple big things with familiars. And the first is the difference between sort of the folkloric or the older understanding of familiars and like a modern understanding of familiars. Uh, the folkloric and like as, and from all the research resources i've been reading the researches the resources i've been reading uh there's there's a lot based around basically the idea of familiars along with a lot of the witch trials uh the the in the the different types of familiars they it's pretty interesting how different they are between modern and between that folkloric idea um so the older, the older understanding of familiars, the one that you find if you just look up familiars in witchcraft, uh, is the idea that you have either an animal or a demon that's sort of at your beck and call, or at least is working for or with you to assist you. Um, this is pretty, pretty hilarious to read, honestly. Um, essentially... There's a couple ways you could have gotten a familiar. Uh, you might, you know, it might just be an animal you already have. Um, it, you might just be going about your day to day life and suddenly you're gifted this a demon companion. Uh, occasionally by Satan, and sometimes, uh, at least according to one source I read, if a witch dies without being able to pass their familiar on to another witch. The familiar will just wait around until a witch adopts it. <laughs> um just hanging out, looking for for free witches to hang out with and be a familiar for, I guess. Um with this understanding of familiars, there's a lot of there's a lot of shape shifting, um, which I feel like if you're if if you're gonna break down into having a uh another a, a being like a demon or another you know an other other worldly being shape-shifting should definitely be be in that repertoire uh so i'm trying to remember so i don't forget anything because i don't want to sk- because this was this was fun as shit to read um oh no so i should have organized my stuff before i got started because I want to talk about modern familiars, but I don't want to, I want to finish up. I want to talk about with this first. Uh, but yeah, f- uh, familiars, they're considered sort of like your other half, but not in a romantic sense. Um, and an interesting thing I saw that doesn't really carry over to modern witchcraft from what I can see. And I mean, like I know, I know, we say this a lot. It, obviously, not everything's gonna fit everyone's criteria, but in the folkloric understanding of witchcraft, you could have a humanoid being as as a familiar. Which I mean, with if you have a demon as a familiar, that would make sense. But also, there was a couple of sort. There's at least one source. I think it was more than one that talked about basically a demon sort of possessing someone, and then they were both your familiar, which I guess makes sense if you're looking at it from a perspective of of a familiar sort of working for you and, and going out and doing tasks for you. Uh, the big thing was that they could help both on a physical and a meso- metaphysical plane. Because they're not necessarily, you know, they're not necessarily stuck in the same plane of existence that you are. Um, fuck. Long silences while I try to remember where I'm going with this. see which I saw in the witch trials there's at least one dog who was hung for witchcraft which the more I read about it the weirder it is because like basically it's the dog was uh, accordingly was uh, enticed Via witchcraft to attack somebody else, which does not, in fact, in any way, make that dog a witch. Not that we should be killing witches anyway, because that's just ridiculous. Um, you also get really, really nice artwork when you look up famili- uh, articles about familiars, uh, which to specify, I didn't find any sources on modern familiar, oh, familiars in modern witchcraft until I literally looked up familiars, modern witchcraft. Um, and I don't know enough about Minecraft, but one of the first sources that popped up when I was trying to type in familiars was Familiar Witchery, which I got real excited about. But it may or may not be a mod on Minecraft. I'm not sure because I didn't read, as soon as I realized it wasn't what I was looking for, I didn't read into it. And I've played Minecraft twice. And both those times I was bad at it. So, which I mean, is fair. I played it twice. You got to play something more than twice to be good at it. Yeah, almost almost made a death death house that one time because I didn't understand that darkness was bad. Uh, where is it? So I know I have something t- before I hop into modern modern familiars. Uh which I guess I'll just talk about me and familiars while I move on. I don't actually I haven't actually done anything with familiars. Uh, I have a couple animals, as I know. You sometimes hear at least one of them while I'm trying to record. Uh, I don't see either of my animals are familiars I'm not really sure um I'm not really sure I would have to tap and change my mind like in modern witchcraft it is it is it sounds like a very different thing it's not I'm gonna pick up my animal and tell it what to do uh, I guess I'll just go and jump into modern witchcraft because I don't even remember what I wanted to talk about with folkloric uh there are a couple sources that really emphasize that if you're going to have a familiar, especially especially a a living breathing animal familiar, uh it it really has to be consensual on the animal's part to to participate in the witchcraft. Uh which I feel is sensible. A uh, con- consensual uh choosing to participate is is important. Uh, Oh, that's what it was don't don't think of your familiar as a tool like a candle But as 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 a companion and somebody who gets to choose whether or not they're going to participate There's a really nice one if I can find it. I mean I can I've got it open i have just got to figure out where I have it open at Oh uh, Finding a familiar uh, which this comes from witch tips on tumblr modern tips for the modern witch uh you can use spells to bring forth a familiar uh there's also a a difference between between types of familiars there's both the the physical creature familiar uh your your companion your friend your pet there's also the spiritual one which I'll get into a little bit later I've got to find the right article for it uh but like essentially a spiritual companion not I'm gonna say it like that because I don't I don't wanna mix up terms. I don't wanna talk about like a spirit animal because that's a that's that's um that's specific to specific groups. Um and that I that has a, a bit of a different connotation and ideal behind it than what I'm thinking of, and it's not it's not something I feel you should participate in if you're not part of a group or a culture that already has that in it just because there's, there's a lot of stealing, uh, other, other groups and cultures, things, things that sounded shitty, like beliefs and systems, um, that shouldn't happen. Um, I guess I'll just keep calling them spirit familiars, cause that probably makes the most sense for what I'm looking at, but using spells to bring forth a familiar, uh, working with tools to like, like tarot and other divination tools to sort of ask about familiars and help you sort of lead you to a familiar. Uh, they also suggest meditating, um, which I personally should probably do more of. Uh, I am a shitty person, though, and just about everything puts me to sleep. So it, it's something I need to focus on, but it's something I need to focus on when I'm a very, in a very particular space of mind that I usually don't, don't get to um you suck oh and they they also have tips for bonding with a familiar if if you have a familiar respect your familiar um understand it is it is a being outside of yourself uh, a big thing that differs between the folkloric and the modern witchcraft is in folkloric a familiar serves you it 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 it, it does what you want it to do it it follows your instructions. It assists you in ways that you want it to specifically. In modern witchcraft, there's, there's, a, there's a different perspective of a familiar is, is something outside of yourself. It's its own creature. It has its own desires and wants and things. So while you guys can come together and work together, um, it's not just there to serve you. It's there as a companion. there's a lot and this actually this isn't split between modern or folklore there's a lot about talking with uh, familiars about helping you connect with nature and helping you connect with um, different planes of existence a big draw for the animal familiar is because of the connection in nature um, sorry we am going to skip around so I, so I can find the other there it is uh, on Mookie Chick dot co dot uk. Nico Morgan has an article, "Modern Witch Familiars Going Beyond Black Cats and Bats," uh, that I liked. It talked about a lot of. Oh, it it's specifically about modern. Um. They do specify going beyond just uh, witchy or spooky animals, things like black cats and bats. Uh, they they talk about dogs as familiars, which I think is neat because I don't. See that a lot. I think it's because cats are are typically the go to. Um, they also have a, a fun a fun time talking. Uh, not a fun time. It's a fun time to read. Uh, they they talk about things. Uh, they <laughs> they talk about animal companions, but they also talk about things like um, inanimate objects. Uh, you having a necklace as a familiar, having a crystal as familiar. I really like. They get they get real. I don't know if meta is the right word, but it's the one I'm going to use. Uh, quote, perhaps it's a happy perhaps it's a happy memory, a journal you keep hidden under your mattress, or a note from an old flame that sparks boosted confidence inside of you. Uh, end quote. And oh, fuck. Sorry, I clicked on a picture in the article. and Now I have to figure out how to get back. There we go. Uh, with dogs as familiars, they, and I mean, this isn't, it's right above a picture of a witch and a dog. Uh, they talk about uh fuck me uh they they talk about different ways uh you you can work with familiars their big thing is like sharing energy and getting getting um using energy uh they talk about going for for runs and things like that to both build energy and to to get to a good state of mind um because they talk about i hope it's them I might be getting my people mixed up because there there was a talk in I believe this article but I might be getting mixed up might be another article about sharing energy sharing um sort of the the workload for witchcraft which is not what they say but that's what I'm, I'm thinking of uh where like so you don't completely drain yourself um you're drawing from more than one source of energy which um I know Galena and Lyra have definitely talked about this. Definitely pulling from, from sort of the world or outside of yourself. Just be sure, once again, to put it back or, man, will you be fucked up. Um, I'm trying to think. There was definitely more with modern familiars I wanted to talk about, but I am useless when it comes to putting things in it comprehensively. Oh yeah, it talks about, uh, sorry, a lot of articles talk about assisting you um, as a witch. <laughs> and sorry, because I'm a little, I'm a little all over the place. Um, I know I've talked about this already, but definitely like the big difference between folkloric just assisting you as you, as you want it to, because you're in control um, to assisting you as a companion, I feel like is a big, big, big difference. Um, I can definitely, I definitely feel more attached to the modern witchcraft idea of familiars. I like, I like giving agency, uh, not giving, respecting agency in other creatures. So I can definitely, I can definitely get behind that. I can definitely get behind working with, um, with a companion creature or thing or idea Uh, especially as just equals, maybe might be the right word. It might not be. Uh, let me see. Oh, the familiar, familiar spirit. Yeah, I was, I meant to come back to this. There was, um... Kelden uh on pathios.com uh talks about introduction of familiar familiar spirits um this was the article unless I'm an idiot I'm sorry I'm just checking real quick because I don't want to say it's the article and be wrong again I might be wrong oh fuck Oh no! No, they talk about the two types of familiars. There's the actual physical creature, and the second is the familial spirit, familiar spirit. I don't know why I said familial. They're definitely not your family spirit, although I guess they could be if they want to. Um. Oh, actually, side note: before I go into this, because I just remembered what I want to talk about with uh the other one, uh, with folkloric witchcraft. Uh, there was this idea of, essentially, it it sort of mixed the animal, um. Uh, familiar, um. Wait, how many times have I said familial in this? God damn me! Familiar spirit. Uh, the so it sort of was a mix of both the demon and the animal familiar. Essentially, like you have an animal companion that your familiar inhabits, and then over time it keeps um moving on to a younger animal as time goes by, uh. That you that you introduce into the household which was it was it, it's weird to me but i like it as an idea um i like it as a folkloric idea i'm not sure how it work how it would work exactly it just it seems weird to um possess a creature forever although um i never mind i can't say that i was going to say i want to talk about this book uh this book i like but it has nothing to do with what I'm talking about and it's a pretty big spoiler so I guess I won't talk about it but hey if you've seen that meddling kids book it's real good it's very gay and it's very fun uh let me see so I'm trying to look real quick Oh. They also talk about like looking for a familiar. Uh one of their suggestions is to start with what types of qualities you'd want it to have and what type of relationship you want to have with them. Uh this way like do you want them to be a mentor? Um do you want them to be a companion? Do you want them to serve you which I I don't I don't know how I feel about that in modern witchcraft. And this is probably the only one I've seen that actually like brings up the idea of a s familiar spirit goddamn uh as a servant because for the most part it is as a as a companion as a mentor as um as a friend (laughs) uh let me see There was one, I think it was a forum, and I closed it because it was weird. Uh, there was one talk in, in Folkloric Witchcraft of where it talked about how, like, it was a stressful emotional situations when you met your familiar, but every other article is just like, so you're going about your day-to-day life, and then you have a familiar because it either popped out and gave itself to you or because it was hiding in the bushes because it lost its last wish, which I guess, or Satan shows up and gives you gives you a familiar because why not? Uh, although that that also goes into the idea that uh, folklore, well, not in folklorically, back in the witch trials, of uh, witches specifically serving Satan or working with Satan. Uh, which, if you want to work with Satan, that's of course your own business, and of course you can be a Satanist and have nothing to do with Satan. Uh, but you also, you know, obviously don't have to. uh I feel like I had something else I wanted to talk about, which is my life. Just thinking I've got things I actually want to say, but I'm wrong. Uh, no, we talked about that. For the most part, uh, a lot of the stuff with familiars, it wasn't honestly that different than what I thought it was, despite the fact that it's, kind of hard to find anything that's not true it's very easy to find things when you look for them when you're not looking for them it's kind of hard to actually find things that jump into what familiars are probably because you know if you reference it people have have an idea of what you're talking about um I definitely wasn't really aware of like the sort of spirit familiar idea uh which in retrospect was kind of dumb on me But I've always, I've always had the assumption that it's sort of like an actual, like physical animal companion, um, which maybe on this I might have a better grasp on if I ever actually read The Golden Compass, uh, because I think, I I know that one, I know it's a different concept because it's the demons, which I'm probably saying wrong, is part of your soul. Well, I mean, if you're familiar with your other half, then I guess it's also part of your soul. Um, I don't know, I'm trying to, to reference books I haven't read, but let's do that. Uh, oh, there was random pop cult. Well, I'm going to call it pop culture. I don't know if it really is. The Farseer Trilogy by Robin Hobb uh, touches on... It's not, I don't think, specifically meant to be familiars, but it definitely touches on like actual familiars uh, as animal companions. Uh, certain people in the books have basically beast magic and you you bond with specific animals or creatures and basically they become your companions it's pretty fantastic um it's upsetting how it's handled in some ways because of different things and there's there's a there's a heavy drawback to it in the books because if something happens to your companion and you're not prepared to and you really can't. You've got such a you've got such an actual link with them, it can really fuck you up and or just destroy your life. Uh, but it's it's used in interesting ways. Uh, the book series itself is pretty fantastic. There is some gross things that happen in it. Just as a general warning, I know in a later book there is there's like a mention of rape. You don't actually have to experience it, but then if you continue to read her series, uh, especially the companion series, I know in the second one that doesn't have to do with those specific group that it's specific group, there is there is a lot of terrible things that happen, which is why it's a rough book to read. Um, but yeah, if you want to read about really which from really witch, really weird familiar shit that isn't really treated as familiars. There's a book series out there for you. I'm sure there's better ones, too. Um, God, I feel like there was one I was going to tell you. I think those are the only two I was thinking about is the Golden Compass and that one. uh, Because they're the only two I can, I really know off the top of my head that play around with familiars without calling them familiars. So this was a train wreck. uh, But thanks for listening.
0: All right. And welcome back to Lyra and Galena staring at each ending other and ending the a podcast. Couch. Yeah. <laughs> both of those things. Uh We so we um we actually don't have a spooky story for you today. Uh and that's because we figured out what it was and now it's not scary. Yeah. So uh I don't know. That's just about it. No, I'm joking. That's all. <laughs> that's it. That's all. Yeah. I, do you have anything else to over
1: um i bought some raspberry leaves and i'm excited to use them when my next period comes <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ! <laughs> she has been looking for those raspberry leaves for a while oh, I though forever yeah uh but yeah that's everything we have for you um i will say uh i'm working on a witchy project right now that i hope i'll get to show everybody soon it's my mat
2: Oh, I was like,
0: so I was confused. like, what would project? <laughs> <laughs> but I hope, uh, I'll show everybody soon. Uh, the reason I'm saying this is so I'll actually fucking do it. <laughs> Cause I, it has been sitting it's untouched for about a week now. It's staring. At you. Yeah. So I'm going to try and finish it soon so I can post it on the Instagram. Bast wants you to finish it. I know that ba- it's currently sitting in an embroidery hoop and Bast wants to sit Right in the middle of it.
1: She likes it.
0: She's not allowed.
1: Oh, okay. One thing we can kind of talk about. It's not something creepy. It's cute and it. The whole thing about familiars this episode. Uh, We've said it a few times that anytime we do anything witchy, she is totally on board. The other night when we were doing some energy work and
0: cleansing work, she got in what we call our witch kit. Oh my gosh. She was... She was just interested. But she was so destructive. <laughs> <laughs> she
1: sat on the, top, on the top of the tray first and then tried to pull everything out. Um, Lyra pulled out some of her necklaces to cleanse them and Bast grabbed them and was like, nope, mine. Mine didn't try to bite them or anything, but just like wanted to look at them. And she kept pulling them through her face. She got in the, like, the bags of herbs. She didn't actually get, like, in the bags. But, like, she got in the box and, like, buried herself under bags and little bottles of herbs. <laughs> she just wants to be involved so bad. <laughs> she's like, yes. She, She's an herb dragon.
0: That's what it is. She has a, a horde of herbs. Or she wants one, at least.
1: And then, anytime we burned anything, she was like, yep it's all up in it
0: let me see what this is she's gonna she's gonna send some whiskers sometimes soon. that's
1: why I'm very careful yeah <laughs> very careful with that baby <laughs> it's just we usually do that kind of stuff outside and I think she was just like you're actually letting me in
0: and it was it was so muggy outside there was no there's no way we were gonna be outside for that long no no
1: but there's a there's almost a smooth video of our altar setup. <laughs> And I'm gonna post that even though I realized that some things were in the wrong places after I took the video.
0: We have some very nice aesthetic pictures we'll be posting. Yeah. Um, but I think that's all we have for you today. Uh, do you have a scary thing? I might. You go ahead then. All right, um, give me a minute make sounds so I, I can collect my thoughts alright that's not blah. helping <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> do, 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 I think I've already do, done that do, do,
1: do, it was gonna be do.
0: when you do, 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 do. stop oh my god uh. <laughs> I that sounded meaner than it was you should have seen the face she was making <laughs> um, when you roll over and you're half awake at night or the feeling of cold breath on the back of your neck.
1: Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a good one. Ugh. I feel like I've done that one before. You Something similar have. to have.
0: We're gonna end up repeating these.
1: My idea was similar, but not quite. It was, when you open your eyes at night,
0: don't scream when you see the eyes staring back at you. See, the thing about that is that when I was, when, when I'll see things uh, at night like that, I never see eyes, just see shapes. Sometimes I see the whole face The whole shebang
1: Yeah, the whole shebang <laughs> a <Shibbida> bang
0: <laughs> Alright, but thank you guys so much for listening to us uh, I think this is the least organized episode yet It's For a while, yeah um, We're still working on getting everything under control here
1: I don't think I've returned from vacation
0: Yeah, for real It's It's been like a month now, right? Almost. I don't know
1: Time isn't real, man
0: Everything's still real, real weird
1: I feel weird when I'm not at work.
0: When I'm at work, I want to go home. I don't know. (laughs) But, you know, we'll we'll return to being slightly more organized soon, hopefully. (laughs) We'll see. But stay spooky. Keep your tits up, and thanks for listening.